This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, Alabama's two senators split over the vote on the omnibus bill. The $1.7 trillion government spending bill that uses taxpayer money was crafted by retiring Senator Richard Shelby within the Senate Appropriations Committee, where he is the highest-ranking Republican. Shelby worked very closely with Democrats in this bill, and so he voted in favor of it. However, Senator Tommy Tuberville did not vote in favor of the omnibus bill, even though he did vote to advance it onto the Senate floor in order for there to be debate. Tuberville released a statement following his no vote, saying that the way Congress has approached funding the government for the past two decades forces everyone to consider massive budgets at the very last minute, which makes oversight of spending nearly impossible. Tuberville also said that it also worsens the inflation within the U.S. economy, which then, in turn, crushes the working family. The bill did pass the Senate with a 68-29 to vote and heads to the U.S. House, where most of Alabama's Republican Congress members have expressed their strong opposition to the spending bill. Alabama Congressman Mo Brooks went so far as to blast Senator Shelby for supporting the bill, saying that Shelby has been more responsible for the national debt than anyone in history. The cold weather is here, and inmates at the Limestone Correctional Facility are apparently feeling it. Prisoners are complaining that the protective custody dorms have neither central heating or air and have been that way for years. 1819 News reporter Craig Monger sought to talk to officials at the Alabama Department of Corrections regarding this issue, but has not received a response from them. There are only four prisons out of 26 prisons here in Alabama that provide heat and air conditioning in all of their prison dorms. A federal lawsuit is underway in the case of inmate Tommy Lee Rutledge and his recent death at the Donaldson Correctional Facility. The lawsuit claims that Rutledge baked to death in an overheated cell. While we're on the topic of prisons, Governor Ivey made a few visits earlier this week to some of them here in Alabama. Ivey went to the Kilby Correctional Facility in Montgomery and the Tutwiler Women's Facility in Wetumpka on Tuesday and Wednesday. Ivy met with staff members and correction officers and then released a statement in which she said that these correction officers and supporting staff play a vital role in keeping our families and communities safe, often without the recognition that is certainly well-deserved. Eleven arrests were made in Baldwin County, which took a variety of illegal drugs off the streets. The Baldwin County Special Operations Unit conducted a saturation patrol to various communities within the county, Drugs that were seized included fentanyl, methamphetamine, and marijuana. Opelika police are searching for a missing man and asking for the public's help in doing so. 68-year-old Jimmy Roy Smith of Cusetta was last seen in November at the Greater Peace Child Development Center. Smith is described as black, 5'9", with a gray beard. No other details surrounding Smith's disappearance have been released by authorities. A recall has been issued for 6,000 pounds of chicken products that are sold to Walmarts, including those here in Alabama. The company is named Innovation Cuisine Enterprises, and they are recalling their crispy chicken with almonds after it was discovered that the product may contain shrimp. Shrimp is an allergen to some people and may cause a life-threatening allergic reaction. The chicken product was sold to 25 Walmarts here in Alabama. No illnesses have been reported so far. Innovation Cuisine is willing to provide full refunds for the product. 
For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, as you heard earlier, the omnibus bill for government spending in 2023 did pass the Senate. 18 Republicans supported the massive government expansion and voted for the 4,000-page legislation that was released to be read only two days ago. The bill has $858 billion in military spending, as well as $45 billion for the country of Ukraine, which is on top of the $66 billion that has already been approved to be sent to Ukraine, and on top of all the military weapons that have been sent over there as well. The amendment to keep Title 42 in place at the U.S.-Mexico border was introduced by Senator Mike Lee of Utah, but procedurally sabotaged by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, so it never saw the light of day. The former CEO of FTX, Crypto Exchange, is now out on bond from a jail in Westchester County, New York. Sam Bankman-Fried paid a $250 million bail and has agreed to live at his parents' home in Northern California until his federal trial. The next hearing for Bankman-Fried is set for January 3rd in New York City. Bankman-Fried is facing charges of fraud regarding the bankruptcy of FTX. He was arrested in Bahamas and extradited back to the U.S. last week. Bankman-Fried's girlfriend and top executive at his defunct business is Caroline Ellison, She has also pleaded guilty to the charges against her and signaled that she is cooperating with federal investigators. An election lawsuit in Arizona is now under consideration by the presiding judge. Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake brought that lawsuit against the Maricopa County Election Board and her Democrat opponent, Katie Hobbs. Lake spoke about what happened the past two days in that courtroom. We provided expert testimony. We provided experts The other side brought in activists to try to save face. They admitted that they've known about these ballot problems. They're ballot problems. Now they're trying to say that it's been going on for three elections. Our elections are a mess in this country. And I am so happy to stand up and say, no longer will we as Americans put up with this. We demand fair, honest, transparent elections, and we will get them. And I pray so hard for this judge. I think that he really took in all of that information. I think he listened very closely to what happened. And I am fighting for the people of Arizona, but not just for the people of Arizona. I'm fighting for the people of this country and for our future. If we don't have honest elections where we decide who represents us, then we don't have a country anymore. A federal appeals court rules in favor of two pro-life groups in the state of Kentucky regarding buffer zones around abortion clinics. The lawsuit was filed after Louisville city leadership created these zones back in 2021. A 10-foot wide buffer zone was required in an effort to prevent pro-life groups from praying or protesting outside of these clinics. The Kentucky Right to Life and the Sisters for Life organizations brought the lawsuit against the city of Louisville, saying that this stripped them of their First Amendment rights. Judge Rebecca Grady Jennings agreed with the plaintiffs, saying the loss of First Amendment freedoms, even for a minimal amount of time, was still irreparable harm. The governor of Florida also had a legal victory just before Christmas. The Florida Supreme Court gave approval to Governor Ron DeSantis to create a grand jury that looks into COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers and gains access to their data. Just two weeks ago, Governor DeSantis announced that he wanted to hold vaccine manufacturers accountable for any wrongdoing or failure to report data about the efficacy of the vaccines while they were being developed. One of the efforts proposed by the governor and the state surgeon general, Joseph Ladapo, is to track down the effects of these COVID vaccines through autopsies being done on those who die suddenly 
who also got the jab. And a polling company has given Donald Trump an early Christmas gift. McLaughlin and Associates recently conducted a poll that puts Trump up against a potential challenger within the Republican Party, someone like Ron DeSantis. That poll shows that Trump continues to hold the loyalty of GOP primary voters. McLaughlin and Associates characterized Trump's performance in this latest poll as strong as ever. He received 48% of the GOP vote compared to 23% for DeSantis. 61% of Republicans want Trump back on the 2024 ticket with only 27% not. John McLaughlin is the CEO of the polling company. McLaughlin says that questions that were asked in this poll were unlike others in that they were not biased with anti-Trump questions. He says other polling companies do this in an effort to actually suppress and discourage Trump voters and donors. McLaughlin also says that he sees the Democrat and Republican establishments, as well as the media, actively working to make sure that Trump is not elected as president again. And McLaughlin maintains that this concerted effort only galvanizes Trump's conservative base. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 